Jay Bruce is in your lineup and he can't get the ball up. That's when you say, that's when you say that's baseball Susan. When you get your ass kicked by the Jays and you can't beat the Rays. That's when you say, that's when you say that's baseball Susan. When Bo Bichette walks it off on your face and you are... Sitting in last place, that's when you say, that's when you say that's baseball, Susan. Well, Frank, that's just baseball, I guess. Um, the Yankees lost their series to the Blue Jays today. Um, they might legitimately stink. Their rotation is really, really rough past Garrett Cole right now. Um, I believe they're, they have a six ERA and are like one in four, giving up a, a average above 300, uh, everyone not named Garrett Cole. I mean, Montgomery has been pretty decent, but I mean, Kluber, Tyone and, and, uh, Herman have been abysmal. And I, I mean, I mean, uh, there's so much for Glaber Torres being the next great Yankee. Yeah. I mean, his defense at shortstop has been a liability. Um, Aaron Hicks has just been terrible from the left side of the plate, and he's, st he's still in the three-hole. Speaking of guys who, you know, Conforto was slumping, he got moved out of the three-hole pretty fast, at least. You know, in He favor should of never, Smith. ever, ever, ever see the three-hole again. No, but then, like, he had three hits last night uh, from the right side of the plate. He's, he's batting, like, 087 from the left side and, like, 300 from the right side. So it's just, like, he might be a platoon player at this point. But, but Michael Conforto should never, ever see the three-hole again. No, and I can Conforto... And it's not, just, it's not just because he struggled in the three-hole. It's because Dom Smith is the fucking perfect three-hole hitter right now. Yeah, he is. And he drove in another right, uh, another run tonight early. And uh, it kind of set the tone for the whole game. I mean, Lindor wants to bat second, so we'll let him bat second. <laughs> the first three hitters in the Mets lineup had like seven hits tonight, and... Um, at least accounted for the one RBI. Uh, I mean, what Nimmo's doing is what Nimmo should be doing. I mean, uh, Nimmo, Nimmo, when he's on, at his best, is the perfect leadoff hitter. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he is at his best right now. He's batting uh, 480 right now and has like a 600 on base percentage. He's, he's just on another level right now. You just keep, uh, you keep Alonzo fourth, and, and if Conforto ever fucking figures it out, maybe you could put him back at fifth. Nimmo has reached base 21 times in the first eight games. He has an on-base streak of 21 games dating back to last year. That's second in the majors behind um, Mike Trout's 31-game streak. You know, Nimmo's uh, the type of guy. Yeah, go ahead, Frank. You know, I took Mike Trout the other day and beat the streak. You know that app where you uh, could win prizes yeah. if you uh, pick a hitter that's going to get a hit. The day I pick Mike Trout to go uh, on beat the streak, he gets the golden fucking sombrero. He knew you picked him. That's why. You really are much. Someone must have uh, tipped, tipped him off to the fact that the tank, this guy on Twitter, who just takes over people's timelines, is, you know, bet on him. But um, what I was going to say about Nimmo was that he's the type of player that you hate if he's not on your team. Like, just the way, like, he sprints to first. He's pesky. He 
he's difficult to get out. Like he's he's a player that would like ruin the Mets' lives in the past, and now yeah. I kind of feel like we have him. Do you know? Uh, do you know what? Play, do you know what player I remember used to do that? Run the first on a walk. Who's that? Not in the Hall of Fame, but should be in the Hall of Fame. Tim Raines. But no, Tim Raines is actually in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he did get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, who yeah. is it then? Team. Pete Rose. Oh wow! Oh. Really, mm. emphasis on should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Pete, Pete Rose did that. Pete Rose would walk, and he would get booed in the opposing teams of all parks for the way he sprinted down the, the, the first base. In fact, that's how he earned the nickname Charlie Hustle. He did that in a uh, he did that in a spring training game against the Yankees. And uh, what you recall, Mickey Mantle said, "Look at you, Charlie. What do you think you are, Charlie Hustle?" Yeah, and, Mickey I can't imagine. The, and Mickey Mantle's the one that gave him the nickname Charlie Hustle because of that. I mean, I love it. I mean, being on the other side, I think it's great. Big fan of uh, the sprint to first. I think it pisses a lot of people off, and I'm happy about that. I don't think it bothers people as much now. And boy, you should have, that guy that hit the home run off of DeGrom. I'm surprised he doesn't get a ball in the ribs. The way he uh, that, that, that trotted home after a home run in Atlanta today. Who? Who? who Jazz, 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 Jazz Chisholm? Yeah, oh. Jazz. yeah, he did like this song, like, like, like this, this like skipping near the, right in front of the catcher after hitting a home run. Yeah, you see, can't you, be doing you, that. Yeah, you see, can't, you see, the reason why these things happen now is the players used to release itself by giving a ball in the ribs. Yeah, well, we thought Conforto was maybe going to get a ball in the ribs uh, after leaning into the pitch last week against the Marlins. But then, of course, uh, you know, nothing happened on Saturday. And then uh, Phillies actually, Jose Alvarado threw at Conforto's head yesterday, and then he hit him. And uh, there was kind of some jawing going back and forth between Alvarado and, and the Mets uh, dugout. No, there was jawing between him and Dom Smith. Dom Smith specifically, yes. Well, the thing is, why would you want to hit Conforto right now? Because he can't hit the ball. So it's like, the only way he can get on base right now is actually by hitting. Do you know so Dom like Smith has been hit a by a pitch more than he's had hits? Wait, Dom Smith? I mean, uh, Michael Conforto has been hit by a pitch more than yeah, he's had. Yeah, four, uh, right? Yeah, four to three. This year, yeah. He's in like oh an 0 for God. 20 slump right now, but he's been hit like four times and drawn a few walks. That's brutal. I mean, that, that win on Thursday was just so pathetic. Yeah, but I mean, it is like it was such a Mets way to lose a game that like they're kind of deserving of you know a win. Like that. I mean, I mean, uh, I I mean, uh, Major League Baseball's instant replay system is totally broken. It's been awful this year. I mean, the fact the fact that that play wasn't reviewable, and the umpire said after the game, "Oops, oops, oops, I fucked up," <laughs> and they still reviewed it, and then they just wound up. Keeping it safe. No, they like, actually never reviewed it. They just went to, to the umpires, consulted each other. There was a challenge, and they said that no, that play is not reviewable. Well, there you go. I mean, that rule kind of saved the Mets. That's why. That's why they got away with it because it was not a reviewable play. You can't review if a guy sticks his arm out over the plate. Yeah, I'll Speak, take it. Speaking I feel of, like we've been uh, on the other side of things. Speaking of like cheap hits. How many dinks and dunks have the Phillies gotten in this? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, two run, they, 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 the two runs they got yesterday. 
in the game uh, would be the uh, the extra the extra inning game, the eight inning game, were dink and dunks. Yeah, a dribbler and then one in a no a drib- then a grounder in a no man's land, and then tonight too, Segura's uh, grounder short like that was that was hit very slow. Um, and the one Familia gave up in the in the seventh, where we thought the Mets were definitely going to blow David Peterson's win tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how about Rojas taking out Peterson though after eighty pitches? I mean, you're up a run and the guy's cruising. Mm-hmm. I really did not like that move. You know, I would normally disagree with you, except for one thing. He came up. He came up, and that's but that's the thing, like. He did come up, and that's the only argument. But I'm pretty that's, sure that that's 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 the only way. I the reason I, I I could see taking him out of the game. Pinch hitter try to get more runs. I'm pretty sure though that they made the decision before his spot came up. Yeah, probably. But I think the uh, fact that to me the fact that he came up made it a no brainer. Also, Jerry's Familia is at a point in his career where you can't go to him in a run one run game. I, Jerry's, I know he, Jerry's Familia is terrible, and, and, and although I got to say this, Aaron Loop was magnificent tonight. Yeah, the two pitches and and got the huge, huge, huge double play to get out of the jam in the seventh, and then he pitched a great inning in, in uh, picking up a pair of strikeouts in the eighth. Um, I don't think he's pitched, or at least I've not really seen him in nope. there since since the first night first, of the season. That was his first uh, second appearance. Yeah, which is surprising because relievers normally, when they take that much time off, they kind of struggle. And uh, he was great tonight. He looked and, very And uh, Witcher McCall, even though it wasn't a, night, a safe situation, Diaz was good. Yeah, Diaz has been good every time he's pitched besides Saturday uh, when it was a non-safe situation. Well, today, was not, today was not a safe situation. Yeah, I know. I, but, I mean, they were they were down at least in, on Saturday. Like It's not like he was trying to preserve a leader. They were tied. Uh, at least today, like they were, they were up a few runs. But, yeah, he, he was pretty dominant. I mean that was just that was just a good game for the Mets today, and Peterson after that awful uh, start last week was much better today. Yeah, Peterson looked great. Um, even last week, like he settled down after the first inning. Uh, he got charged. Should have, he should have given up one more hit though. They, that should not have been an error on Dom Smith. Oh no, of course not. That that should not have been. And it, it was funny because he had a no hitter then into the fifth inning, I believe, and then he mm-hmm. gave up a home run to Segura, but. He, I mean, the, I mean, Dom Smith didn't play it well, but he at least it was like a ball that he had to run back on. It was smoked too. Yeah, I don't know why they called that one an error. And then looking ahead to tomorrow, um, Degrom's on the mound at noon. It. But yeah, forget about it. Is right. The weather forecast is supposed to rain all day. I mean, if they fuck up like after after they fucked it up on Sunday. And especially the fact that they have to get that they're boarding a plane like five o'clock to get uh, a five-hour flight to uh, Denver, where they're going to land in snow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if it, unless unless there's like a a a four-hour window or a three-hour window at noon where it's not raining, they're going to call that game. They're going to call that game. They're going to call that game fast. Yeah, and and they said Rojas pretty much said to us today. Uh, on the Zoom call, that they're most likely they're going to survey the situation tomorrow morning, but they're probably not going to get you know if the if the rain is coming and it's supposed to be coming, they're not going to get Degrom hot for his start and and waste him. He'll probably wind up pitching in Colorado um, if all goes according to plan. Yeah, it did. The forecast really sucks tomorrow. Yeah, it sucks because the Mets have been rained out so many times, and 
Now it seems like they've finally gotten into And uh, when they land in Denver, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. They don't know why they didn't build a roof in Denver. Hey, the only thing that's not, the only thing that's good about Denver is about them not having a roof is is I've seen some pictures of Coors Field and they get beautiful sunsets out outside that stadium. Yeah, I mean it's a beautiful area. Um, but but April games in Coors Field, I mean the the weather in Denver is so wacky because you might have a day where it's seventy degrees. And then you'll get those, like, uh, they get more snow in uh, April than any other place in the United States. Well, Idaho might get more snow, but Idaho's in the same situation. They're in the same mountain range. April sh- snow showers bring Mayflowers, apparently, in Colorado. I, I mean, remember when it, they were showing clip, uh, the highlights of it today, when the Metro were out there in 2013. Yeah, and everyone had to shovel. Sandy Alderson and Jay Howard were out there with, the, with snow shovels. And the uh, forecast for Saturday is 19 degrees. Oof, that's bad. That's just like you got to worry about the pitchers. You got to worry about guys getting hurt. Um, the offense has a chance to do some pretty good damage out there. And and on the Rockies' end, everybody besides McMahon is ice cold. Uh, they're pretty much have matched the temperature. Their batting average matches the temperature out there. In well, the Rockies, the Rockies uh, over under number is like 62. So yeah, that's, uh, that's they're brutal. expected to lose 100 games. Even though the Detroit Tigers are higher than that, they're at like 69 or 67, I believe, uh, for over/under on wins, and and they're off to a pretty good start too. Uh, behind the back yeah, of the field, Bob Dylan. Wilson Ramos has turned into Superman. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the mess, it, it's, it's almost like you hear this. When they take the Met uniform off. Did you know Wilson Ramos actually has more home runs, at least had more home runs entering the day than the whole Washington Nationals team? No, he's the Mets team. He has more home runs than the Mets team. And the Mets, too. That's right. But the the Nationals, too, had five coming into today, and Ramos has six leading the league. Oh, the Mets now have five. And the Mets have five, but that's all right. Now, they did play less games, so that's a little different. Yeah. So the Nationals, though, I mean, they got uh, the first series postponed, too. How about this uh, Akil Badu on the Tigers? He looks like the early rookie of the year candidate. Four homers in eight games. Badu, Badu, Badu. And everyone thought everyone's going to be looking at uh, Miguel Cabrera. Now Miguel Cabrera's hurt. Yeah, I know. I know. He had that home run. He had the first home run of the season in the snow. And uh, now he's hurt. But they have Badu who's swinging a hot bat. They're like a game below 500. Uh, can, but- can, he make it, can he make the two milestones? The two milestones. It would be like the sixth or seventh player. They have 500 homers and 3,000 hits, and he is tantalizingly close. Yeah, he's very close. It's like Mr. He, 3,000. He needs 12 more home runs for fi- for 500, and he needs like uh, 130 more hits for uh, 3,000. I don't know. I mean, hopefully he gets there. Hopefully he doesn't miss too much time. By the way, did you know this guy, Badu? Uh, you know where they got him from? They got him in the Rule 5 draft in December from the Minnesota Twins. Ouch. Yeah, that one's got to hurt. Here come the wind, wind. Well, the Twins just got their asses kicked by the Red Sox. Yeah, well, the Red Sox, by the way, have won nine in a row. They're a funky team. I don't know how they're winning those games. Their bullpen's been really good. But, and their, their, offense. Pitch, but their pitching staff doesn't look much better than the Yankees. 
No, not at all. But they're bo- I mean, the Yankees' bullpen has been dominant, too. Until today, Chad Green had not given up a run yet. All their heavy hitters in the bullpen hadn't given up a run besides, like, Nick Nelson and Lucas Luttage, who are— Yeah, you know, but just, when Kluber gets clobbered— um, yeah, I mean, Kluber only went four innings today. That's the problem. They're not getting length out of their starters. Kluber gave up uh, three runs in four innings, and then, you know, the bullpen came in. They sent, the, they sent Domingo Herman back to the minors. Herman went back to the minors. We might see Davey Garcia up soon, and they should, because Herman's been – Herman's given up four home runs in seven innings, the first two starts. What team What team has got pitching that the Yankees could probably trade? But they, they, they – you know, someone's going to get – I think these, this might be the the Yankees – just crash and burn, and you might see a house cleaning. That 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 that's a stale situation. Well, I think Brian Cashman had to go like five years ago. Brian Cashman reconstructed their rotation this offseason, but he did it by bringing in Kluber and bringing in Tyone, who are, are big, terrible. big. They're one, they're terrible. Two, huge question marks health wise, and they've been really bad so far to start the year. And like to build those guys as like your two and three starters, basically. It was not a good move. Well, uh, I think Rick Porcello is still available. Yeah, that'll really be the savior. Um, but but honestly, like, Jordan Montgomery has been decent. And then Cole has been dominant, obviously. But they just, they're going to need Davey Garcia, and they're going to have to acquire someone. They're going to have to throw, probably overpay to, to, you know, acquire some pitching. Probably. But who's available out there? I mean, right now, nobody, but, like, when, you, when some of these teams start, you know, dying down, like, there might be someone available on the trade market. Maybe the Tigers uh, with Boyd or, you know, you could look elsewhere, but they might be the team dying down. You never know. Well, all, I, all yeah. I know is that Jay Happ was the greatest uh, September acqu- uh, the, the deadline acquisition in Yankee history. That this is a trade that's going to go down in history of the Yankees. Those are the exact words of Mike Francesa. Oh, he was in love with Hap when they acquired him. <laughs> Hap, though, I mean, Hap had a bad, some bad stretches. He did have some pretty good stretches for them, and they would, you know, honestly be, you know, they'd be, it would be an upgrade to have him in the rotation right now. Where is he now? Is he anywhere? He's on the Twins. I, I, I know uh, James Paxton, it wouldn't be any different. He'd... He ended up needing Tommy John. Yeah, Paxton, it was unfortunate what happened to him. Um, he only lasted 24 pitches in his first start and then blew out his elbow. Um, and then obviously Tanaka's and went back to Japan. Perhaps that was a, a decision the Yankees fucked up on. I think it was, honestly. like they, Brian Cashman was quoted as saying, like, oh, I wanted to have two guys instead of just one, and that's why we didn't re-sign Tanaka, and they brought in Tyone and Kluber, but what does it matter? If it reminds me of what Brian, uh, what, what fucking Brody Wagonen said about... Uh, it was good to have uh, Waka and Peterson over uh, uh, Wheeler. Waka and Porcello over Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, that, that logic never works out. Um, they would have been better off, obviously, with Tanaka in the rotation. And uh, I, I think early on, it's, it's pretty evident there. The, the, Yan- the, the, the Yankees look, look terrible. Huh? You know, maybe, uh, maybe they'll catch on. But, but, but especially when I, when I watch Jay Bruce... Did, did Jay, Jay Bruce at playing the first base? It's like, what the fuck are you doing, Yankees? Did they're better off playing uh, LeMahieu at first yeah. and Oder at second? Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do moving forward. Bruce is batting one thirty, and he's absolutely terrible. Well, he can't even stretch. He can't even stretch and make any plays at first base. 
he can't. They, they, they just throw the ball in the dirt. It's like he, he, he like uh, leaves the bag to grab the ball, and then by the time he gets back to the bag, the guy, the guy is safe. Unless they call up Mike Ford and see what he can do now at this point until Voight comes back, um, I don't know how they got to get Bruce out of here and just put Lemayhu at first. I don't think Bruce will be a Yankee. If if he comes back, if 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 he's playing this weekend, I don't think he'll be a Yankee by this time next week. No, and and honestly, like boy, who knows when he's going to be back? It's probably going to be at least another month or so. Uh, I was I was I was telling some of the Yankee fans at Barstool that uh, which McCall that uh, Jay Bruce when they gave out his bobblehead at City Field, there was nobody online for it. You know, you know when, when, when they gave out like the, uh, like uh, let me give an example. Uh, when they gave out the uh, Game of Thrones, no Syndergaard, or uh, some of the Marvel ones, the uh, the Spider Man, or a, a bobblehead like that. There were people lined up back before the gates opened, all the way back to the subway. Up the up the stairs, up to the subway ramp, to the seven train. But not, but not for Jay Bruce. For he Jay Bruce, the same, he didn't Jay get Bruce, the same treatment. Jay Bruce, it was the same type of line you'd see on a Wednesday game when they weren't giving shit away and playing the last base Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh my god! There was well, I, nobody that wanted that that bobble. It, it, it was like you give me a Jay Bruce bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> out of out of all the Yankee fans in the office, is there anyone that you you target specifically, like to maybe like troll or? No, is there no, anyone no. That you enjoy, yeah, well, is there anyone maybe, you enjoy? Maybe Tommy smokes them? because he sits right in front of me. Interesting. So he gets the full Frank treatment throughout the entire yeah. day. Yeah, and and uh, I was we were, I was actually watching the game in the gambling cave. Uh, Ev was in there. Tommy's just fed up and didn't want to even watch the game. And as, as uh, Bobichet hits the home run, I did a perfect John Sterling uh, impersonation. It is high. It is far. It is gone. <laughs> Blue Jays win. The Blue Jays win. Oh, <laughs> Bichette happens. <laughs> By the way, did you hear uh, Sterling's call for Higashioka the other night with the two home runs? No. H- Higashioka, the home run stroker. Hey, you got to admit, if, if Bo Bichette was a Yankee, that would be the perfect one, though, when I came up with Bichette happens. Oh, of course, yeah. He's off to a good year, too. Him and, him and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. have been it very It amazes good. me how many sons they have on that team. Yeah, Kevin Biggio, Vlad, Vladdy Jr. It's amazing. And uh, Shaw. And Shaw, too. Yeah, Shaw. Shaw's, uh, Shaw's uh, father played for the Dodgers. Was a relief pitcher. The concern for the Blue Jays was uh, starting pitching coming into the year, but uh, I mean Matt's they're both been, in their Matt's lineup. Matt has been good. Matt has been good. Matt has a one point four six ERA in his first couple starts. How about those blue uniforms the Blue Jays wear? You like them or no? Oh, aren't they? They, 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 they should wear those permanently. They should have Toronto at, uh, on the road and Blue Jays at home. You're talking about the light blue? Yeah. Yeah, those those are pretty. The powder blue. Uh, I mean, they, they look so good with those with those uniforms. Uh, but yeah, but uh, Mets uh, after after the uh, 
if they didn't throw those two fucking DeGrom games away, they'd actually have a pretty good record. Yeah, of course, the DeGrom matching his career high with 14 strikeouts, and they couldn't get him a win on Saturday. It's disgraceful. Such a shame. It really Speaking pisses, of this. It really pisses me off when uh, DeGrom games get wasted. Yeah, it does, and it, and it happens too often. But if the, the offense can kind of click how they have been the last two days, um, they're going to put up runs no matter who's on the mound. Oh, speaking about people at the office, do you know what I found out about Avery? What? His father is the fan that when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup, held up the sign, now I can die in peace. Really? Actually, a nice little nugget right there. That's crazy. That's so on brand for his fandom, too, the Rangers. <laughs> that, I think that explains why he loves the Rangers so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because I went to a, uh, a, a sandwich place where they were uh, judging uh, different types of sandwiches at this uh, uh, deli, Tolorcio's, in Red Bank. Yeah, yeah I, I saw the video. Yeah, with Avery. But yeah, yeah, of course, everyone, his father was there. They're all big Ranger fans at Tolorcio's. Were they giving you shit about the Devils? Of course. <laughs> and then I was there uh, for the first period of the Ranger game in... Uh, Got to see uh, Kyle Palmieri score his first goal with the Islanders. Of course, I was cheering for Palmieri. I heard P.K. Subban got murdered the other night. P.K. Subban has just sucked so bad. <laughs> Not only is he like minus 13 on the Devils, he had a shot where he wasn't even looking where he was shooting the puck, and it hit Nico Heischer in the face. And Nico Heischer, basically, who was returning from a knee injury that he suffered in the, with the Swedish Army, with the Switzerland, with the Switzerland, Switzerland Army, get, uh, it, he broke his sinus capsule. Oof. And he had a concussion. Rough. Right Rough. in the fucking face. That means we're a cage to play. Uh, I mean, like I said, if, I, if I'm the Devils, mm. I'm calling the, uh, the Kraken. And I'm saying, hey, Kraken, what you smacking? <laughs> we'll give you a second round. We'll give you a second round pick and maybe even a third round pick if you pick uh, P.K. Subban in the expansion draft. Just please take him. Take him. <laughs> and speaking of trades, Frank, uh, Taylor Hall going to the Bruins. You were uh, going out in Feidelberg. Yeah, well, P.K. Uh, Taylor Hall is a team destroyer. He's a cancer. A total fucking cancer. He, last year, the, uh, after the Devils traded him to the uh, Coyotes, he did nothing with the Arizona. The Arizona Coyotes went from uh, being uh, in first place to uh, where they would have missed the playoffs, except for the uh, fucking uh, added playoff teams because of the pandemic. Yeah, Frank... Speaking of speaking of cancers, I want to bring up. I want to make sure we get this in. What are your thoughts on on Bernie Madoff? Well, right now he's in a very very warm place. <laughs> it, that might that might be like the final thing we need as Met fans to kind of like yeah. we have we've gotten rid of the Will Ponds. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the silent business partner. Right. So this might be it. We might be. We may. Mitts may not lose another game. He said. You know, this year. 
right Mets. now, right now, he's having a conversation with Prince Philip. The Mets are one and zero since Bernie Madoff died. That's a good stat. That's a good stat. Well, when did I, mean, he I die? normally don't. When did he die? Today, like today. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, they announced it today. Could he have died sometime yesterday? Um, I don't know. He died, by the way, uh, while serving his 150-year sentence. I mean, uh, I don't the first commissioner of baseball, the dead, but... The, the first commissioner of baseball was Kennesaw Mountain Landis. And you know he was a judge before he was a, uh, a the commissioner of baseball, right? It's interesting. I didn't well, know yeah, that. He, he, well, he, the reason why he was made commissioner of baseball is he ruled in favor of the American National League in their antitrust suit against uh, the Federal League. Which was uh. the dirt major league. So that's sort of what led to him becoming the uh, the commissioner of baseball, the first commissioner of baseball. Well, when he was a judge, there was an 80-year-old man that got uh, convicted for uh, armed robbery. And uh, uh, what you recall, uh, Landis gave him a 40-year sentence. And the guy says, I'm 80 years old. I can't do that. And then uh, Landis told him, well, you can just do the best you can. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the truth, you know. You still, you, <laughs> it, it, like, you're saying you're not going to make it, but like, you still got a shot, technically. You know, there's no little. There's the still a chance. By the way, Frank, uh, I want to actually get your thoughts on this specifically. Um, moving into the basketball world, how do you feel about the Nets giving Kevin Durant the night off? In a night where oh. for the one seed against the Sixers, what the hell is that all about? That's that, that that is why the NBA is is fourth on my list of of leagues to watch. I I found out about the game that Durant was wrestling. I didn't even turn it off for one second. How about just wait till the next game? How about wrestling him yesterday? They didn't want to play him back to back nights. They could have wrestled him yesterday when they played the fucking Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, fuck, we could get five people off the fucking street and beat the, mother, the motherfucking Timberwolves. If Durant played tonight, they probably would have won by 10 points. I mean, uh, Harden is hurt, so Harden is not going to play for about a week or two. Uh, Blake Griffin rested today. Uh, Marcus Aldridge has got a little bit of uh, owie injury, so uh, he didn't even play today. So it was... Uh, the Kyrie Irving, uh, who's the third man in this triumphant, and just a bunch of just the, like the 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 despair parts, and the despair parts are good when everyone else is there, but it's it's almost like the Nets don't want to show their hand to the Seventy Sixers, and they're thinking about that, and then they, that they don't care about the one or the two seed, but it it just it's it, it demonstrates what's wrong with the NBA right now. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's a lot wrong with the NBA right now. Yeah. Frank, what are you doing? What were you doing right just before? What do you got in your hand? Is that a broom? Uh, it, I uh, dropped something on the floor, and this is a thing that picks it up. A claw? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you just have a claw handy just in case you drop anything mid-pod? Yeah, I, I uh, dropped my, uh, my Met keychain I just brought. Where where'd you, where'd you get that? You do Amazon? Yeah, I got it off eBay. It's a, uh, it's a commemorative keychain for the... Uh, Groundbreaking of City Field, which they claw. actually. Where'd you get the claw from? Uh, where did I pick this claw up at? Uh, 
Oh, I picked it up at Bed Bath & Beyond. Hold on. Carlos Rodon on uh, the White Sox is three outs away from a perfect game. Say what? Carlos Rodon on the White Sox is three outs away from a perfect game. I guess that's on the, uh, the uh, what's it called? The uh, I'm gonna try uh, to MLB, MLB Network right now? Uh, probably, yeah. I would imagine so. I'm gonna try I to got stupid my... Liberty Mutual commercial. By the by the way, Bob Nightingale just tweeted that stat. So watch out Uh-oh. once he blows it. Yeah. But Bob Nightingale doesn't know anything. He's the fucking worst. Well, let me see. There's basketball on uh, NBA on uh, ESPN. And there's commercials galore on uh, MLB Network right now. Will he come back and sell it? What's going on? Frank, do you not have MLB TV? I have it, but I have to, like, change the, uh, to my Roku player. I'm trying to pull up the White Sox game right now. Oh, you can watch it live on MLB.com, actually. I think they're offering it. Well, let me just see if MLB Network shows it, because that's the easiest way. Watch. Oh, my, my computer is going to overheat now, because I'm trying to open this game while Skype's recording. Are the uh, White Sox on, or, or, or the, uh, are the, is he on the mound right now, or is it? Um, I don't know. He, it might be in between innings, or they might be hitting. Um, it says he's pitching. No, White, White Sox are hitting right now. I got the game up. Okay, so that means when the, uh, all right, uh, they have the uh, MLB network just gone to it. Okay. I just got it up, and then mine froze. Um, pretty interesting, though. I wanted to talk about uh, Joe Musgrove's no-hitter. Over the uh, over like last weekend or last San week. Diego Padres. No, the uh, the last time where every team in the majors had a uh, perfect uh, had a no hitter was the day before the uh, California Angels played their first game. Wow, that's a very interesting stat, Frank. Um, yeah, I mean Musgrove was dominant. Musgrove's been great since they, uh, you know, since he started his Padres career this season. Uh, he's been he's like an early Cy Young candidate. Odds boosted to like plus four thousand after that. You know he's actually from the San Diego area. Yep, that's right. And uh, what team traded him? The Pittsburgh Pirates. What do you do with a shitty ball club? What do you do with a shitty ball club? What do you do with a shitty ball club? Named him Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, I don't want. I don't give a shit about these small markets and big markets. The Pirates just just completely keep fucking it up. They just fuck it up every time. They they just, no matter what they do, they fuck it up. I mean, they've not really drafted well. How many big players have they drafted? I mean, Charlie Hayes' son looks pretty good. Could be a rookie of the year candidate. Is a a favorite to be rookie of the year in the National League. But look at the rest of the team. I mean, how many other players have they really drafted? That are really good. I mean, franchise. I mean, Garrett Cole, okay, but he was number one overall pick. And then they had to trade him, of course. But You know MLB host um, Chris Rose? Yes. He's a longtime suffering Cleveland Indians fan, being from Shaker Heights, Ohio. Yeah. He, he said to me, uh, like about a month ago when I interviewed him, he told me that it's disappointing whenever the Indians have a superstar player because you know they're not going to re-sign him once his contract's up. Imagine being a Pirates fan. I mean, what? They've had two winning, like two or three winning seasons since 1992. 
they were good in the early to mid 2010s and then just have been in rebuild mode ever since. Well, they were they before that they had 20 straight losing seasons. 20 straight losing seasons and then once they actually did start winning and getting the playoffs they'd lose in the wild card every year. Oh, and Yerman Mercedes another home run tonight. Jesus. Jeez. Do you know his story, Frank? It's actually very interesting. He uh he's from the Dominican. He signed as an international signing with the national with the Washington Nationals in 2011. They released him after uh, three seasons, uh, you know, after 2013. He caught on with the Orioles in the minor leagues. They got rid of him. He went to the White Sox finally and pretty much grinded until he was put on the 40-man roster in 2019. Had one at-bat last year in the, in the short season and now is raking all of a sudden. He's a 28-year-old rookie. Mm. I think the White Sox could actually be a very good team this year. Yeah, and that's even with losing um, uh, Eloy Jimenez for the whole year. Their bullpen's been terrible, though. I mean, Liam Hendricks is good, but he blew a save the other night. Uh, their bullpen has, like, blown all of their losses this year. I mean, uh, Giolito is uh, really good. Oh, yeah, another one. The Nationals. I mean, the Nationals got a World Series out of it. They traded him for Eaton, but Giolito is, is having a hell of a career. Well, I always say it's worth it. Yeah, it, if it's a, a World, if a World Series, Series is worth it. Well, just like with A-Rod signing the, the huge deal with the Yankees, like might not have worked out the whole time and didn't definitely didn't end well. Um, but they won a World Series. Yeah. And the last Speaking of the, played it. Uh, with the um, since we're still talking MLB, I wanted to I definitely want to get this out. So Frank, you saw the MLB food tester t- tester thing, right? I uh, sent my name. You so you did apply. Yes. And what, so, what, what was your application like? Like, did you tell them about like raw dogging? Like, did uh, you, yeah, I told basics? them about the raw dog. They they had name, uh, contact. Why would you be perfect for this? And I just sent them a link to my raw dog page. Do you think there'd be any <laughs> backlash because of the whole condiment thing? <laughs> your hold on, your raw dog page, Frank. That sounds like a fucking adult website. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's my it's my uh, my the uh, the playlist of all my YouTube videos. Oh, we oh oh he, Pat, no, we know we know what the raw dogging is. We just don't know if the person who's receiving your application will know what they the might raw not, dog is. They might not open it. They're probably going to think it's going to be like that wood guy with the giant penis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that there'll be any backlash because you don't like condiments? Like, do you think that'll disqualify you from? Well, we'll see. Thing? We'll see. We will see. But I mean, if anyone has the presence to make this actually a real thing, you know, it would I, be you. I mean, if it, I mean, if it's not me, then it's not legitimate. Because you're gonna need. I mean, luckily one of the stoolies bailed you out. But like, you're gonna need the extra cast to pay off the uh, the Clara Massacre bill you got for the oh, uh, the TV. That was so fucking ridiculous. You know, it, it, it doesn't. But the the, the 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 fact is, one, they shouldn't be charging you hospital bills. Two, ten dollars a day is fucking robbery. Three, if they're gonna charge you that much, then give you the fucking ESPN and all the sports fucking channels. So my dad just got knee surgery like yesterday, and I asked him. I was like, "Hey, I was like, how much was the TV?" And he said it was free. He said it didn't charge me anything. So it must just be Clara Massacre. That's just. I, 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 yeah, I, I will never go to that hospital again. But, but, but a, a stoolie, um, sends you over, um, like 50 bucks, right? To cover your yeah, costs. Yeah. So basically, he gave you like a tip too, because it was only like 46 bucks. So, like, threw you yeah. probably a tip for the content. I, I mean, and he is, oh, he's out.
Fuck, you're ahead of me, Frank. What happened, Frank? What happened? Give us play by play. What just happened? Almost a, almost a, like a real close play at first. Oh wow! What was that? A roller? Yes, yeah, soft roller. So what have we got? One out. Oh shit! Instant nah. replay might get rid of this perfect game. Fucking in, instant out. replay. You called him out. How close was it? Eyelash. Oh, Abreu. Oh, he goes to the runner. He might be safe there. We might be seeing a perfect game uh, broken up right here. Broken up by instant replay. Uh, they called him out. Is there evidence to overturn it? Did Jose Abreu's toe touch the bag? That's the question. You know, it's one of those situations where it's it's too close to overturn. Yeah, and especially when a perfect game's on the line, I, I I would think that the umpires would respect the pitcher and respect respect the game to to not overturn this. Uh, I think his his toe got in there. Yeah, his toe did. His toe got in there on top. Yep, he's still calling out. Boy, it must be cold in uh, Chicago. Look how these umpires are dressed. The call upheld, Frank. With the, yep, he's still out. Okay, good. Good. I'm behind you. They're still showing. So two outs, two perfect games. The White Sox have thrown like two or three perfect games. I think no other team has thrown more perfect games than them. Who was the last? Burley threw a perfect game, and I think that is the last perfect game was Burley. Philip Humber. Philip Humber, boy, tell you. You know Philip. No, you. You know Philip Humber was a Met. Yeah, they traded him Gomez, Carlos Gomez, for Johan Santana. I mean, and that was his only one good moment. He wasn't a good pitcher. No, he was awful. He was especially terrible after that, too. He was, like, okay, I think, leading up into the perfect game. And then he absolutely just lost his talent. Well, they traded him to the Twins. The Twins sort of, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he had, like, a couple of good, maybe one good year at the White Sox. Here it is. So he's two outs away from perfection. You mean Ooh, one out now? Nope, still two outs. Still two outs? Okay. He just threw the first pitch on my end. I hate these streaming services because they're always behind. Right, you um, almost got to black out everything else you're doing. Don't, so you, have, you're don't you have person. MLB Network? Um, I do downstairs in my uh, room. But well, yeah, I'm watching it on MLB Network. Yeah, I'm watching it on MLB TV on my, on my laptop. I'm just watching you guys. Um, <laughs> while we're waiting for the perfect game, I think it, you want to just mount X to tank while we're killing time here? Sounds yeah, good sure. to me. Yeah, let's, let's All right. So let's do some acid tank. I got a really good question here, Frank. Um, so this guy's name, oh boy. So his name is Eagle Taint, and then his his handle is Eagle Gooch. All right. He goes, um, can Frank start doing blind soda tests for colas and orange sodas to see if he could pick what brand it is? Have you ever done blind taste tests? For I don't sodas? think I have in years. I don't think I've done one in years. And the perfect game is gone. Oh, shit. Fuck. But not the no-hitter. Well, oh, someone make an error? What, hit by pitch? Hit by pitch. Hit in the foot. Wow. Oh, he comes forward or them. That's disappointing when you get that far, though. Even if he, even if he does get the no-hitter, it's still going to ah, be like... Ah, no-hitter is no-hitter. Yeah. Sure, but a perfect game is a lot harder to do, and only a handful of... Well, a couple of handfuls of pitchers have done it before. What's the number of perfect games all time in the MLB, Frank? I did. I don't think it's 20. 
I th- I thought it was like maybe twenty eight or something, but maybe no, it was a lot less than that. It's like seventeen, eighteen. By the way, did you see the historic numbers that? I'll have to look turns? it up. I'll have to look it up. I don't think it's over twenty. It might be around twenty, but I definitely don't think it's twenty eight. Frank, have you seen what Corbin Burns has been doing in Milwaukee and what he did today against the Cubs? No. He uh, he's the first pitcher since nineteen oh six to have thirty strikeouts and no walks in his first three starts. Wow. Yeah. And Shane Bieber, the reigning AL Cy Young, has 35 strikeouts in his first three starts. Okay, there's 21. There's been, uh, let me see. Uh, he almost just hit the He almost hit the next batter, too. There's been 21 perfect games since uh, 1900, and there was two in the 19th century. So there's been 23 overall. Thought so. I thought it was something around there. We we got more uh, acid tank. Yes, we have a follow up with more soda. Soda was a hot topic this week. So um, Tyler McDuff at McDuffie Wuffy asked Frank if you could create your very own soda flavor, what would it be? Uh, I don't know if I would have a soda flavor. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I go I go to uh, well, you know, things like that may not come out good. I mean, just ask. Uh, 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 Lester. Okay, we got uh, one out to go to the no hitter, but uh, I don't think there's enough done with uh, fruit punch soda. Fruit punch, so if, like get good acidity in there. Yep, and uh, also I uh, with the with the Coca Cola freestyle machine, I like getting grape sprites. And uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And I use and even, and even and even before it was popular and they came out in the actual cans, I had a lot of orange cokes. Orange cokes with is it the it's a brand of Coca Cola. Yeah, orange. They have orange vanilla Coke now. I'm a fan of the uh, vanilla. I'm a big fan of vanilla. So, so we're now so we're now one out away from a no hitter. Which is good, which will be like it will be like a, one of those no hitters you talk about with the uh, almost a perfect game but lost it on a hit batter. There's been there's been a couple of uh, no, perfect games that no hitters that have ended that have gone like that. I think there was like one. I think there was like one perfect game. I forgot who was throwing it. Retired the first twenty six batters, hit the twenty seventh batter, and then retired the twenty eighth batter. Well, fucking Boob Nightingale uh, fucked up the perfect game. Oh, now he said one out away from a no-hitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost rooting for him not to get it now so Nightingale could take it on the chin. Yeah, which he does often. Trevor Bauer is signing with the Mets. I mean, that guy with the, with the, the, the scandal, apparently, or whatever. I mean, I'm almost... I mean, I'm sure he's good, but like, well, he's got a two. He's got a two-two. He's got a two-two count on this batter here. I have to say, Nightingale though, Nightingale's jinx of the Mets and Trevor Bauer honestly did them a huge favor. Uh, Mister receiving the 100K offer to be the chief ball officer of Strip Chat after his latest uh, after his baseballs are being investigated by the league office. Yeah. I think I think he's gonna get nailed. I think they're gonna find out he's a doctor in the baseball. Our, I would love it, man. I I I think the guy is. I I, I think the guy I is think scum. I think he's scum. Yeah. yeah. Him and his agent are just very, 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 very annoying. 
if I was a teammate of his, I'm, I'd be like, get off YouTube, dude. We don't Ooh, need this shit. Like, we're trying to win. Yeah, it's three what and two, three and two. All right, well, he can still walk him. I mean, you know, like, you just got to get the out. No hit. Yeah. He's, he's gassed. 111, over 111 pitches. You got to keep going. Still throwing 97, though. DeGrom probably watching right now. Like, yeah, and he's like, why can't I get this run support? What happened, Frank? What was he? The long fly foul ball. But he pulled it? it? Uh, he pulled it. Just pulled it foul. Still 3-2 count. Rondon is completely, completely on fumes. Yeah, for sure. But he's just got to make one more pitch. I mean, if... if, if, uh, if, if give the us, Indians get a hit, you know they're going to pull him. Give us the play-by-play, Frank, as if you're uh, Cohen. Here's the pitch. Line, third base, and no hitter! No hitter for Carlos Rodon. Was the line out? To third? No, it was the line, to, line to, one bounce to the third baseman, tossed it across to, uh, to Abreu for the out. Oh, that's an incredible call. Right here. I don't know uh, who the I don't know who the exclusive. I don't have uh, all the players' call. names in front of me, so I can't tell you who the uh, White Sox third baseman is. That's its twentieth no hitter in White Sox history. Wow, that's a lot considering the Mets that's have one and the Padres have one. Now the, the Padres had none before last week. MLB's second no hitter in less than a week. And the, the two no hitters early in the season. Jeez, you maybe know the pitching's the pitching's been kicking ass this year. Maybe that's why they want to move the mound back a foot. Well, I right, get this motherfucker and stop touching the sport. <laughs> Look at this. Rondon doesn't wear an undershirt under his uh, jersey. Frank, what do you think about? Uh, sounds like a rash. Frank, what do you think about the uh, double hook rule too that they're that they're trying out in the Atlantic League? The double hook? Yeah, you hear about that? They're, they're going to do a DH, but when the, you pull your starting pitcher, you lose your DH. That's so stupid. <laughs> this man is so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, my target home run. I, I'm afraid that he's going to read that and actually think that's a good idea. My April Fool's joke. I put a target in the stands, and if you hit it, like you... Like what? What was you it? You didn't read my April Fool's joke? Did I put on nah, man. Seat? No, not. I said that the uh, Major League Baseball is going to be uh, experimenting with a, uh, a target using the target circle. And if a player hits a target circle, it's five extra runs. So one horn oh, homer will be a six on homer. I wouldn't put him by him. I mean... People are just in the habit of changing shit just to change shit nowadays, and I'm a purist. I don't want to change a damn and thing. They I that, and I said that. And I said that. And I said that. Joe Buck. I had a quote, uh, a fake quote from Joe Buck. He goes, "Anytime you could add more sponsors into the game, it's 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 exciting. I think every pitch should be sponsored by something. I just can't wait to sell this." <laughs> I was watching was- this video on uh, YouTube, which is about seven minutes. Of Joe Buck just like promoting Fox shows while a pitch is going on or something like that. 
and some of them are just like so incredibly forgettable. It's not funny. <laughs> you know what wasn't forgettable is your little spat with KFC um, in the cave. I thought that was fantastic. You guys are going back and at it, but but I mean, you will prove to be right. I mean, I don't know if if you if you don't freak out like the way you do, I don't think the Mets pull it out. But I think uh, I think you're onto something there. I I mean, all the people they keep leaving on base, and then every time they show a fucking Jamie commercial, something bad happens in the next inning. Right. And then fl- flows also after the bad happens. I, I'm. Well, Jamie is 10 times more annoying than Flo, and Flo is annoying. Would you take the claw that you have in your apartment to Flo? Would you go with, with, with the claw? <laughs> I, I mean, the, 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 what, what they should do is they got progressives should come out with the Flo and Jamie punching bag. Maybe if they do, they, they, they can sponsor the pod. We, we can have them be a sponsor. Oh, jeez, they're so irritating. So we have, what is it, two weeks, not even, uh, just two weeks into the season, we've had two no-hitters. Yeah, that's very impressive. Crazy. That's nuts. I remember there's been, there's been seasons where there was no no-hitters. I and can't remember. There's teams who went until last week who didn't have a no-hitter in franchise history. Meanwhile, the White Sox had 20. Yep, and they were, and they actually have three perfect games. So this would have been the fourth perfect game if he didn't hit that guy. Very interesting. Um, yeah, but also um, moving over in the AL Central, Frank, you see who's an MVP candidate this year? Byron Buxton. There's a guy that just has never lived up to his hype. No, but he's having a hell of a start to the season. Yeah, you know, yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, look at Ronald Acuna right now. Yeah, he's like the face of baseball right now. Or becoming one, at least. And the White Sox and the uh, Braves are wearing those 1974 throwbacks. You like those? They're interesting. <laughs> How about that slide over the weekend with uh, Alec Baum? Travis starting out. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, instant replay is completely fucked up. And how do they get it wrong? Like, what's the point of having it if the, you can't fucking watch what you're seeing and, and get the call right? Like, everybody watching from home knew what the call was. I I, I don't know. I you know, it, first off, if it take it, it takes forever. It, it, it's a it's a broken system. I think part of baseball is. Just having the guy on the field call it, and that's it. Um, I prefer no instant replay. What's maybe for like home runs are fine, but well, that's like what outs they, and stuff. They started like, it. That's what it started as. It should just be for that, like outs and like foul balls and things like that. Uh, you know, to, like, you, you know what I don't like, like when would... someone slides into second base and just for a tick is off the uh, base. A millisecond. Or even like the neighborhood play, too. Like for the fielders. Um, well, the neighborhood like play used to be for safety. Yeah. And now uh, Rob Manford wants to uh, double the size of all the bases. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. Though, hey, the runner on second rule, as much as we load that rule, it did work out in the Mets' favor last night in the yeah, game man. doubleheader. Pete came up big. We needed yeah. that. 
We well, needed that. Well, 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 just think. The uh, Phillies wouldn't have scored. The Phillies wouldn't have scored, but the Mets also, uh, you know, it worked out in their favor getting the tying run home with that clutch single from Alonzo. Also, Rojas made his best decision as Mets manager in his two seasons. I, I think he just lucked into that one. I mean, they were talking about it with the coaching staff in advance that it was premeditated, that they were going to make sure that they were going to do the double switch so that they could have Lindor run at second base, and it worked out very well. If not, then the pitcher would have had to run if yeah. he didn't make the double switch. Well, uh, if he didn't do the double switch, the pitcher would have stayed in the ninth spot. That would have been Dom Smith at third. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But, I mean, credit where it's due. Uh, Rojas, Rojas has moved tonight, at least starting Familia in the seventh, whether you say that he was right to take Peterson out or not. Putting Familia in there in a one-run game was stupid. But last night he does deserve credit for, uh, at least for game one. And how about Jonathan Villar, too? I mean, he had the clutch walk-off. And, uh, yeah, even though I, get, I, I, I haven't been too impressed by Villar. He had a big that. RBI yeah. in, the game, in the second game, too. And Nola has really not looked good so far. Man. Well, Nola's, Nola's always been hit or miss. Yeah, but I mean, this is an ace with dominant stuff, a Cy Young candidate, and uh, he really has looked flat against the Mets. They made him throw a lot of pitches, too, so far in the two starts he's faced them. Well, well at least the, uh, the and, 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 if, and it, on the, if the Mets win tomorrow, it'll be nice to get a four-game sweep. If not, we'll take the three games and be happy with it. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like they're probably not going to get the game in tomorrow. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And it's not only we'll rain. It's supposed to be like 49 and rainy. Yeah, it's just not a good day to play baseball. Um, so are we thinking that the Phillies probably came back down to earth now? Yeah, I would say that. They looked very good in the first week and a half. But, uh, yeah, they've looked pretty bad this series. They have a good offense, well, a but whole... the center field well, they, they swept, they the, swept the Braves, and then they haven't played well. They, they, they swept the Braves and won two, two out of three games the Mets and haven't been good since. We know what it is. The Phillies are actually a good home team and are terrible on the road. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Uh, it's because they have a good offense. Their pitching, their starting pitching, really hasn't been good, and their bullpen is eh. But their center field production has been awful. They put Hazley on the uh, restricted list today uh, for personal reasons, but he wasn't hitting. Uh, Roman Quinn might weird. be What's hitter. going on there? I don't know. They said he's going to be out for a while with personal reasons. I don't know what that means. Unless you're Kyrie Irving, that's not normal in most situations. No, no. Um, and the thing is, too, Roman Quinn might be the worst hitter in baseball right now. <laughs> he's terrible. Ooh, Dodgers played the Padres this weekend. That'll be fun. Dodgers have not lost a series yet. And, Frank, you know the only other team in the league who hasn't lost a series so far? Padres? Kansas City Royals. They're off to a 6-4 and four start. They've actually been pretty good. Uh, Sal Perez is like turning back time. He's been very good. And um, Danny Duffy's been good, too. Here it is. Most no-hitters by franchise. Uh, Dodgers have the most, and the White Sox are second. How many do the Dodgers have? 23. Frank, here's a stat from Jason Stark of The Athletic. The last time we had two no-hitters this close together... Uh, it was between May 3rd and May 7th in 2011. Francisco Liriano and Justin Verlander. Hmm. The, yeah, the, do you know there was uh, one time there was no hit, two no-hitters on the same day? And both games were on ESPN. Who was it? 
It was a Friday night doubleheader. And uh, the first one was thrown by Dave Stewart. I forgot who he threw the no-hitter against. I think he might have thrown against the Blue Jays. And then uh, at uh, 10 o'clock, they had the second game. It was Fernando Valenzuela. I think he no-hit the uh, Cardinals, if I can recall. That's interesting. That's a hell of a day for pitchers. And in 1968, you want to know, uh, you want to hear a, a crazy stat? Sure. Uh, Ray Rossburn of the Cardinals no hit the uh, Giants, and then or and the next day, Gaylord Perry no hit the Cardinals. Wow! And it was like that back to back days, no hitters in the same stadium. That's one by awesome. the Giants, one by the Cardinals. I love the no hitter. Um, and 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 by the way, like speaking of like a throwback classic, uh, you know, baseball. Tyler Glass now, who's been absolutely dominant so far to start this year, was actually pissed off at Kevin Cash for taking him out at 102 pitches the other night because he was dealing. He had like 14 strikeouts, was setting everyone down. It was I think he made it seven and two thirds. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think that thing in Tampa is going to blow up because I think these pitchers are going to get tired of all this fucking uh, pitch counts. Glasnow said that he talked to Cash about it and like respects his decision, but they're actually talking about. Uh, you know, seeing what will happen, I guess, later in the season, uh, you know, when the games are more important, where, like, you know, maybe pushing him above that, seeing how far he actually See, I, I think these pitches could be pushed to 120 pitches. Well, even, like, look at last night. I mean, some people weren't happy with Rojas's decision to pull Stroman after six at 86 pitches when they were up 4 nothing. He it asked a, out. He asked out, exactly. When he ran around the bases, he was freezing, and he thought he was done. Yeah, but that was a, that's a four nothing game. I don't mind using Familia there. In you know, a four you know what, game. Yeah, yeah. I think if he didn't run the bases, I think he would have been able to stay in the game. Yeah, definitely. But like he came back after getting hot two days before. He wasn't even supposed to pitch for another five days. He felt good in his bullpen session, and uh, you know you got to be happy with what they got out of him last night. No, Strowman's been terrific so far. He's been terrific. Is right, Frank, to a T. Um, really like exceeding expectations right now. Um, Do we have any more acid tank questions? As a tank, no. I mean, those are the ones. The, the others, I mean, we usually answer because it's just the Mets. Um, you usually answer all of them. But, no, we're all set for the week um, with Ask the Tank. We get a lot during the week. We just answer them mostly on the pod while we're talking. So. For the most part, yeah. But, yeah, uh, it, it's been great shooting the shit with you guys, as always. Um, hopefully the Mets can get this game in tomorrow and get the sweep and, uh, you know, have a good road trip in Colorado and Chicago. Yeah, just just one more thing. Just uh, just want to make sure to do some like housekeeping here um, for anyone listening. Just make sure to follow follow us at uh, on Twitter at at Frank the Tank Pod. Um, that's on Twitter and Instagram. Frank obviously has his YouTube page. So. Yeah, click like, subscribe, uh, just continue to subscribe on all platforms I'm on. Right, and Frank, what well, you're you're just I mean everyone knows, but you're NJ Tank ninety nine. Uh, Pat, you're Regazza Report, and I'm Nick B Media. So feel free to follow anywhere you want. Frank's all over, so make sure you click, like, retweet everything he does. Yep. And we'll see you next week. Take us out with any songs or uh, notes you have, Frank. Or shitting on the Yankees, if you wish. Uh, eh. See you next week. Good for absolutely nothing. Say it again. War.